Hey everyone, welcome to the Comic Vine Weekly Podcast for the week beginning March 20th, 2017. I am Tony Guerrero. I am here for you. I am here alone. So it is just me. Matt is is doing other things. That is okay because the show must go on. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice here. So hopefully you all had a wonderful weekend. We are starting another week of comic book and entertainment goodness. Now, the big thing probably in everyone's mind, or not everyone, I don't know if everyone watched it, but Iron Fist came out, the Netflix show. So I, you know, I watched the first six episodes early, along with some other critics who apparently did not like it so much. And, you know, I saw people complaining, or not, not necessarily complaining, but critiquing, I guess you should say, you know, I, I don't want to you know, take one stance against people's opinion. So it was not the best. Let's just say that. But at, along the same lines, I didn't have like massive problems with it. There, there were some pacing issues. There were some dialogue. I mean, I, you know, there was some things. I, I just wonder if it's a matter of our expectations are so high, and you know, we we look at at all the shows and we're we're we're, we're spoiled in a way. Because you know, we, we have all these these really great movies and, and TV shows. So it, it was just interesting seeing different people's opinions and, and, you know, looking at like I even, you know, some comic writers, you know, jumped in on it and and just other other critics and other fans and people all over. So, yeah, there were some some strange pacing issues in the beginning. And when you watch the entire series and I will avoid any spoilers in case you still haven't watched it all you know as, as you get through to the second half you know you you kind of see some of the reasoning for the decisions made in the first half now obviously that is a problem when you know reviewers are just looking at you know they're not looking at the entire picture and you know it's the same thing when you know we were like reviewing uh the, the first part of a story arc in, in a comic book and, you know, there's times where I'm like, you know, this is a lot of setup. It's kind of slow. There's not a whole lot going on. But then when you get to like part three or part four or when you read the whole thing, you're like, that makes sense now. And then, you know, it's a matter of, you know, do you go back and you know, try to readdress the whole thing or not? But at the same time with the comic book, you know, each issue should stand alone to some degree. And with a, a TV show, if, you know, if, if it's taking six episodes for people to get into it, you know, that could be a problem right there because then why would they continue and, you know, finish episode 13? So for me, I didn't have a problem with it. And I don't know if it's because I really like Iron Fist. You know, he, I'm, he's not like my all-time favorite character, but I really dig the character with what he can do and everything. And, you know, I'm excited to see more of the, you know, the Marvel Universe fleshed out. And I'm, I'm really curious how the Defenders are going to work, you know, once we get everyone all together. So there were some some strange things with with the show, and you know I'm I'm really wondering what they were trying to go for in in some cases, like what vibe? Because you know I, I was getting a different feel for for some things. You know some some of the lines came across as a little cheesy. Other parts were really cool, and then you know some of the fights were cool. Some fights seemed like like that's it. So. It, it was a strange thing, and like I said, you know, I'm I'm curious to see how how the rest goes, and the way it ends, you know, it's like what's going to happen next. So that that's something that we'll have to wait and see. So I'm curious what you guys thought, uh, and you know, I saw other people. It's it, it's nice that you know people do form their own opinion because you know where a lot of people were coming down on a show, I, I were, was getting a bunch of people tweeting me saying, you know, I'm on episode this and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm digging it. And, and that, that's great that it does appeal to some people and, you know, maybe it's not going to appeal to everyone. So that's going to be the question. Does every comic book show have to appeal to everyone? So we'll, we'll see. But I, I didn't mind. I watched the entire thing, um, you know, with, with Luke Cage, you know, I, same thing. I, I watched the first six episodes and then, you know, once the, the show came out, you know, I was trying to catch up and everything. It took me a while. And, you know, I not that I didn't didn't enjoy it, but it, it after like more than halfway through, almost like three fourths of the way, 
I just kind of like pause and I'm just like, mm, okay. And you know, I, I got to do this. I got to watch this. I got to, you know, it wasn't like the top of my priority with, with iron fist, you know, Friday morning, I, I had, I watched the rest of the, the series, you know, while I was working during the day and, and I was curious to see how it was going to end, you know, what was going to happen on that last episode and seeing the fights play out and all that. So there you go. That's my thoughts on, on Iron Fist. Not sure what Matt thought. I, I saw him tweet that he didn't finish watching it. He decided to rewatch Jessica Jones. So I was going to talk to him about it to, to see his thoughts on, on the end, but we'll have to wait. So maybe next week we can talk about it if, if, if Matt's on. And like before, there's going to be little pauses like that where I take a swig of my coffee. Hopefully I catch them when I edit this later, but we'll see. Now, in terms of the box office weekend, box office, box office weekend, box office this weekend, uh, number 10 is Before I Fall, 1 million. John Wick is still in there, which I still have not seen. I need to see that. I really want to see it in the theater. Uh, 1.2 million is that number nine. Hidden Figures, 1.5 million. Number seven, The Belko Experiment, 4.1 million. And I'm assuming that didn't have a huge, you know, wide release. So that, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, it's at number seven. Number six, Batman movie still there, 4.7 million. The Shack is at number five with 6.1. Get Out is at 13.2 million. That came out, I think, February 24th. So we're, we're going on a month, and it's at number four. That's, that's pretty dang good. Logan dropped down to number three with 17.5 million. Kong Skull Island dropped down to number two with 28.9 million. And Beauty and the Beast is at number one with $170 million. So there you go. I did not see Beauty and the Beast this weekend. I, I thought <laughs> I was going to see it with, with my, my wife and daughter. She ended up wanting, uh, so a group of her friends wanted to see it. So she's at the point, give her a little, little privacy, little, you know, her own space. She saw it with her friends. My wife and I saw it. Get Out instead. So I finally got to see Get Out. So excited. I've been wanting to see that since I saw the first trailer back in, I think I first saw it in December. And, you know, it because it wasn't like a huge comic book entertainment movie, it's not like one that's like, I have to see this right away, even though I want to see it right away. So I I, I wasn't sure if I was going to see it, be able to see it in the theaters, <laughs> even though like, like I still haven't seen John Wick too. Uh, but... Get Out was was really good. I you know it's it's not it seems like it's not often you can have a really good suspenseful movie like that and you know not know and you know it's been out for a month and I didn't hear like any spoilers or you know how it ended or anything like that. So thank you internet for not spoiling it for me and and thank you Jordan Peele for giving us this awesome movie and so go see it. It's um you know it's really high in Rotten Tomatoes. Is it the best movie ever? No. But it is really good. So I, yeah, I don't want to hype it up too much. I'm sure there's plenty of hype that you've heard. But that, that was, was some good stuff. I, I really enjoyed that. In terms of news, so this just in this morning. Apparently, Joe Mangalieo, and I know I said that wrong, um, he's not sure if he's going to be in the Batman movie. He's not sure if he's going to be Deathstroke. So, you know, we, we know that there's uh, th- th- there's stuff going on. With, let's just say, you know, it seems the Warner Brothers movies, there's some question, you know, move, things are moving around. Like uh, Aquaman has been delayed. Um, you know, The Flash lost its director, had rewrites and stuff like that. This doesn't mean it's time to, you know, pile on DC movies or the Warner Brothers movies or anything like that. It, you know... I applaud them for doing what they're doing. You know, you don't want to rush things. And, you know, Marvel had the advantage. And maybe, you know, this is why they have the advantage is they didn't rush out and, you know, you know put all, all of these things out within movie Because I'm, I'm, I don't know the schedule. I could be wrong. Because, you know, we had Iron Man. And even though the way that ended, you know, there was a hint of, of more to come. And then, you know, we had, was it just Hulk? I think it was just Hulk, not Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. The Edward Norton Hulk, you know, Robert Downey Jr. appeared at the end. So, again, you know, it was like setting up things. But I feel like all these movies kind of took their time to set up the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
And with DC, you know, so yeah, we had Man of Steel, and then we had Batman v Superman, and then we're going to have Wonder Woman, we're supposed to have Justice League. So it's it's almost like they're really jumping to. I mean, I you know I didn't hate BVS like some people did. I had issues with it. You have to admit that whole Justice League part, so finding all those Lex Luthor, you know, files, that felt very tacked on, very forced. It's like, okay, here's all these people. They're all going to be in a Justice League. You know, you're going to find it. And it just felt like, like, you know, let's just shove this in here to set that up. Whereas with Marvel, they had the time to, you know, slowly, here's Iron Man, here's Thor, here's Captain America. And then, you know, you, you start, you know, pushing them together or whatever. And, you know, even like when Thor is like, oh, wait, look, there's Hawkeye up there. And, you know, they, they did a reshoot, you know, to, to do that part. So there's some, some differences there. But apparently um, Deathstroke might not be in it. And I guess I'm trying to see what happened. Um, so a, a guy from Variety said he tweeted it any casting rumors you hear are likely bs and you know this was hinting that that um manga manganleo you know his he he wasn't you know definitely in there so even though we saw that the the test footage with deathstroke so we'll have to see because you know i think the movie is getting a rewrite uh you know matt reeves is going to be directing it now and We'll have to see. So, I like Deathstroke. Should he be a Batman villain? Mm. You know, it, it's when we... Where's my... It's like, where'd my coffee go? We hadn't, haven't seen him as, as a Batman villain. Because the thing is, even though we have a Joker established, I don't want to see Batman going up against a Joker again right away. You know, at some point, we need to find out about, you know, what's with the tattoos? Did, you know, did Batman, was he the one that damaged him? You know, what's with the Robin suit? And, you know, we, we need to find out all that stuff. Let's not have another Batman versus Joker movie right away. And, you know, I, I don't want to see Bane or Catwoman or Scarecrow. You know, I don't want to see all these ones that we've seen multiple times or, you know, in some cases. So, you know, give us someone else. And, and Deathstroke is someone, you know, with his hand-to-hand. He's... He has a metahuman ability, you know, oh, you got some drug or experiment or something like that, you know, can explain it. But other than that, you know, he's he's not, you know, superpowered or it's not like I invented this freeze gun and it works. And I, you know, I'm going to rob the the jewelry exchange instead of marketing this to people who can't afford refrigerators. I don't know. So I, I would like to see Batman going up against a, someone who's cool and kick ass that we haven't already seen a bunch of times. And that could be Deathstroke, but apparently maybe not. So we will have to see. Speaking of BVS and Batman or or Superman, apparently Henry Cavill is going to be in the next Mission Impossible. Um, What role? We don't know. Uh, It was apparently over his Instagram where uh, he he was asked, let's see, who who was it that said it? he some um blah 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 blah. So the director Christopher McQuarrie, he said he messaged him on Instagram. He said had a thought. Curious if you're interested in a role in the sixth installment of Mission Impossible. No pressure. And and uh, Henry Cavill's like, yeah, I'm on board. So so it it'll be good because you know Henry Cavill. Say what you will about Superman. I don't feel his is the best Superman portrayal. That is not how I, I see Superman. He's still pretty good at Superman. You know, he he's doing a good job. I wish super his Superman, and it's not his fault. It's it's the the direction and the dialogue or the writing or whatever. I you know I want to see a more heroic, more selfless uh, Superman. But you know that's another thing. Um, and you know he was in the Man from Uncle. He was good in that. And you know he was in uh, uh, what was it? Uh, not Game of Thrones. Um, uh, the, 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 the Tudors. That's it. Jesus, another type of thing. So I, I would like to see him in Mission Impossible, something different, you know, other than Superman. I'm I do want him to come back as Superman in Justice League. You know, I, I want to see that. But it'll be nice to see him in something else as well. 
What else do we have going on? Uh, there was apparently, I don't know how accurate this is, there, there was word that there is still going to be a Venom movie spinoff. And it's supposedly happening in October 2018. Now, this was in the works way back when, when um, Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man. And they were talking about, about doing a Venom and a Sinister Six spinoff movies. But then they decided to reboot Spider-Man again and you know bring him into the Marvel Universe, which is great. You know, it's working out. And... Now apparently, you know, they're saying that yeah, Venom might might still be happening. There's that that's basically all the information we have. Is it gonna be tied to Spider-Man Homecoming? No idea. I just it seems weird, and I you know, I thought it was weird even when we had two Spider-Man movies, two amazing Spider-Man movies, that you know, they were gonna try to bring in Venom. I I you know, call me whatever <laughs> um I, I, I just love the original Venom story, that it was tied to Secret Wars, Spider-Man getting this you know, from another planet, all this. And I know in the animated series, you know, they had John Jameson you know, going on a, I don't know if he went to the moon. He was on a space mission, and the Venom you know, symbiote attached itself to the shuttle as it landed and, and all that. So I, I just feel like Venom should have a connection to Spider-Man. And even though we had, how did they do it in the third, in, in the Tobey Maguire was it a meteor that, that fell? I'm totally drawing a blank. So I don't want to see that all that played out again, but I would like there to be some sort of Spider-Man connection versus, you know, because what are you going to do? Have like a meteor or something fall and then it goes to some random dude, you know, it's going to be Eddie Brock or, or who, you know, why? So it just seems weird of, of you know, I'd rather see a Sinister Six movie or uh, a, a Deadly Foes of Spider-Man, you know, bring in you know, boomerang or shocker and let's, let's see, you know, like a heist movie with a bunch of inept, not necessarily inept, but a bunch of, you know, second string villains and, you know, with their problems and all that. So we shall have to wait and see on that, but I am, I'm curious. I have no idea what they're going to do. All right. So I mentioned Aquaman being, delayed uh there apparently is not a release date and you know the same thing i feel like get everything figured out you know because um actually well okay so there's not supposed to be a date but i'm seeing it may come out on december 21st 2018 and that's a it's only a two month delay. So it's not like huge, you know, it's not like it's delayed a year. It's not like, like Gambit, you know, which that's, you know, been delayed and canceled and who knows what's happening, even though it's still kind of happening. Uh, but two months isn't a big deal. Uh, and I would rather something be delayed, whether it's a movie, whether it's a comic, delay it, make sure it's done correctly, done well. Do not rush it, put out something because Especially with Aquaman, you know, I'm I'm already seeing people coming down on Aquaman where they haven't even really seen what you know that this version of Aquaman will be like. You know, we we saw the trailer and some footage, but people are like, like, oh, that's going to be the worst movie. You know, just you know, get ready for that. So, I I, I just think you know, you're going to do Aquaman, do it right, make sure everything's done well, make sure all effects look good, don't have it be cheesy or anything like that. And, you know, if it's two months late, yeah, that, that's okay. And, and yeah, that is a problem for studios because, you know, you lock in these dates and, you know, you have to see what is it going up against. And, and having it come out in, see, could it be a good thing for Aquaman to come out December versus October? I mean, I don't know if October would be the best date. But December, if it's, let's see, what was it, December 21st? So chances are 2018... Wait, so this is 2007. So that's probably when the Han Solo movie is coming out. Because it, it seems like they're shooting for like December for the Star Wars movies. That's working for them. The holiday, big holiday Christmas movies, whatever, you know, people, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, 
here's a big movie to see when when you don't have school or or work. So I'm okay with that. And you know, Aquaman needs to be done right. So we'll see about that. Uh, what else is happening? So there is mention a uh, uh, James Gunn. Basically, he kind of said that yeah, there is going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy three. I'm not sure how involved I'm going to be with it. And, you know, without knowing more than that, the guy's done, you know, he, he's done two, or he's, he will have done two movies. And, you know, he's, he's got other stuff to do as well. And, you know, he, he doesn't necessarily want to lock himself. I'm assuming I'm speaking, I don't mean to speak for him, but I kind of am. You know, he's, he's got to do other stuff too. You know, he can't just be the Guardians of the Galaxy director guy. Yeah, so... That, that that's fine if you know someone else doesn't do it. He's set up a lot, and I'm sure whoever comes in, you know, there's going to be a lot of scrutiny. Um, I'm sure Marvel will pick the best person. They'll see, you know, who can carry on what has already been established, and and you know we'll have to see. Supposedly, you know, Guardians are going to be in. Uh, well, not supposedly, but they are. They're going to be in Avengers: Infinity War. So, you know, they will be directed by someone else there. The the Russo brothers. So as long as we're getting another Guardians, I'm sure that could be a good thing. Um, let's see, what else should we touch on? Um, Legion. I'm, I'm catching up on Legion. I, I What am I on? Episode four? Two, three. I think I watched two and three. I, I thought I'd watched the first couple, but apparently I only saw the first one. So I was catching up on on Legion, and I know people are really digging this, and I, I'm I'm enjoying it, but I, you know maybe I still I need to get further along. Um, but that has been renewed for a second season, so we'll get to see more about that. My problem with it, and it, it just seems like you know there is a lot of weirdness a lot of vagueness a lot of ambiguity and it's almost like it's like it's it's it feels like it's trying to be weird for weird sake you know it's trying to be vague for vague sake you know because we we saw you know you go back to lost you had no idea what was going on you know the water cooler shows same thing with westworld you know when you're watching it you're like what the heck is going on what's real what's not it gets people talking and there is something to that when you're watching it with, you know, and, and then you talk about it the next day at the office with your coworkers or whatever. When I watched Westworld, I, you know, I was catching up and then, you know, I was watching it on my own. So I didn't really have that experience because when people were talking about it, I was like, Zoop, you know, heading, you know, the other direction or throwing my headphones on since I wasn't caught up. So there is, there is an aspect of that where it, it does kind of get you more involved because you know you're you're trying to like you're you're trying to speculate like what is going on here. So I think with Legion, you know, there's some of that as well where you're you're trying to figure things out and that gets people thinking some more. But I don't know. So we'll have to see. I need to get caught up. I started catching up on uh Gotham as well. So <laughs> that show I so I, I know we 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 would kind of come down on it and you know it's I, I can appreciate it for what it is, that it's its own thing, and, and that is totally fine. Um, there are some moments that are really, really cheesy, like uh, when uh, 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 Barnes, when he gets uh, locked up, let's just say, and, you know, because he's, he's got the stuff, the, the Alice tainted blood in him, and he's doing a lot of bad things, but... The, the 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 final shot of the episode, and again, this shouldn't be a spoiler because I think I'm still like five or six episodes behind. But you know, he you, you see him from his back, and he's like in a straight jacket or something. He's like locked up, and then he turns around, looks at the camera, and just kind of like leans forward, and is just like, <laughs> it was it was cheesy, but I I loved it at the same time, and that's what I think is the sh- that's what the show is about. You know, it's embracing that that cheesiness, and you know, just go over the top, and you know. <laughs> that's fine with me. So I am catching up on that. I need to get caught up on Lucifer as well. That that's my also my my plan. And uh, I think I'm I think I'm 
somehow I got behind on stuff like e- even like Supergirl. I think we're finally caught up. And by we, I mean me, my daughter, my daughter and I. I think we're caught up on that. Uh, we got we watched two episodes of of Legends. Just somehow we got behind on that. So it's just it's nuts. I don't I don't know where our, all this time is is going and how I'm getting behind on everything. So uh, this week. To, on Tuesday is the Flash Supergirl crossover, the musical crossover, and you should watch it. That, that's all, all you need to know. Just just watch it because it's it's going to be good. And you know, I I know musical because it, it's weird when with with Buffy the Vampire Slayer's twentieth anniversary coming out or last uh was it the the thirteenth whatever no not the thirteenth the ninth a couple Fridays ago. And, you know, thinking about when they did the uh, musical episode once more with feeling that was like really the first time I believe that we had a musical episode that, you know, you had a regular show and then all of a sudden people are breaking into song. And, you know, we, we've seen this with with other shows because like I know um, I'm trying to think who else did it. Grey's Anatomy, I know, did it because I, I remember seeing that they put out a soundtrack. Um, there's been other shows that have done singing and, you know, I'm not talking about cop rock or glee. Cause you know, those, that was part of, of the show, but there's, there's been other musical episodes where a regular show would, would do this, I think. So with, with the flash and Supergirl, you know, both of them were in glee. And then you have the music meister is another dude that was in glee. I, I forget his name. Uh, so, it makes sense to have, you know, why not? These these actors can sing. They can sing well. Why not do something? You got a character, the music meister. If you've ever seen that Brave and a Bold episode where Neil Patrick Harris played the role of the music meister, uh, you know, I I still, I, I love that soundtrack. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see that. And I'm trying to think what else is this week. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not for another couple weeks. Um, the, is this week the season finale of, I think it's, or is there two more legends? Cause legends is almost over cause it's a shorter season and I zombies coming back. Sorry. Just bumped the mic with my coffee. All right. Is there any other news that we need to talk about? Let's see. Uh, there's been some more injustice Two character debuts. Like, like cheetah is going to be in there. So when does that game come out? Isn't that like May? Like that? So I'm going to think about that. Am I going to go ahead and get that? There's a new Dark Tower poster. And um, I think, was it last week that they talked about the Matrix getting rebooted? And people were like, no! Because, no, don't reboot the Matrix. But then they're saying, like, I I think it was said that it's not going to be a reboot. Uh, We're going to talk about Morpheus when, when he was young. So, okay, let's, you know, a prequel of sorts. Well, let's go ahead and, and, you know, see what is his story. So I, I'm okay with, with, with that. Um, this week, see, what, what this week is Power Rangers in theaters. So I will be seeing that on Wednesday. There's a, a screening here in the city. Um, tonight I'm seeing Trainspotting 2, which I'm really excited about that. So I should have reviews for those on GameSpot.com slash universe so check those out and then uh next week is WonderCon and uh ghost in the shell so i i recently rewatched the anime and it's not quite like i remembered it uh you know it just it just kind of starts off so we from what i gather from the trailers of ghost in the shell it kind of looks like they talk about how she was made in, in the anime. She was already, you know, she was already there and, and she kind of knew, you know, she was aware of what she was and she was okay with that versus it seems like in the trailer, they kind of made her and she's like, wait, why did they make me? Or did they steal me? My, my not steal me. Did they steal my past and take it away from me and force me? So it, it seems like there could be maybe some differences. So we'll have to, See about that. All right. In terms of comics, let's see what happened this week. Um, 
and I will apologize right now because I have not read everything. I, I have a, t- a, a bad habit where, you know, because we get some, some early access to Marvel and DC at times. So sometimes I will find myself reading some of the next week's books because, you know, I get so excited to read these instead of focusing on this week's, which I, I need to, it's like, nope, you're not allowed to read next week's books until you read all of this week's. So uh, I have DC in front of me. So All-Star Batman, number eight, came out. So this dealt with, who did this deal with? With Matt Hatter. This was an interesting story because, one, you know, we're, we're seeing these these different kind of self-contained stories. You know, we're used to Scott Snyder doing these, you know, multi-part uh, story arcs. And so even though there is a connection with, with all of these, they, they each issue kind of stands on its own, which is, is cool. So um, here he's, he's, you know, continuing after dealing with, with Poison Ivy. He's about to face Mad Hatter, and he finds out that there's someone else involved, which uh, it's not really a spoiler, but I guess I'll just say it's the, the Blackhawks are involved. So I did an interview with, with Scott Snyder, and I don't think I put down a comic mind. I think it was just on GameSpot. I, I meant to put down a comic mind as well. And, you know, because I asked him, I was, I was like, is there going to be any connection to the New 52 version? And he's like, well, I'm not going to just, you know, ignore that. But he's also going back to the original, um, the roots of the Black Hawk. So I'm really interested to see how, how that's going to play out. So, and, and I am not a Mad Hatter fan, but there's some interesting things. There's, there's a, a nice... Uh, exchange between Mad Hatter and, and Batman. And, you know, there's stuff like, it's like, wait a minute, what is really going on here? You know, what, what really happened between these two? So there, there's, there's some of that. And then of course there's a backup with Duke Thomas. So you'll want to see that. Um, We also had Batwoman number one. So this is, is Marguerite Bennett, Bennett, uh, James Tynan co-wrote it, and Steve Epting. This, this, I, I, I really in, enjoyed this. So, this is continuing from what we saw. Was it Batwoman Rebirth? With, with it's continuing from the Night of the Monster Men, where people are taking the tainted monster blood and they're trying to sell it on the black market because it's like this weapon. You know, you inject yourself or inject someone with it, they turn into this crazy huge monster and you can destroy all the stuff. So she's going after, you know, track, trying to track down, you know, some people that are involved with trying to sell it and that she's working with Julia Penny's worth and, you know, she's outside of Gotham. So she's still going to be involved in detective comics, but we're also seeing, you know, it, it has more of a, like a, not, not necessarily like a, I, I guess maybe it does kind of have a James Bond feel to it. You know, she's, going into international territories and, you know, doing different things and having a drink once in a while and, you know, going on a yacht and hoping she has some, you know, cool technology like a remote control motorcycle that can come get her. And so it, it I, I, I did enjoy this, this issue. I mean, great, great art. And, you know, Batwoman, there's something about her. I, I don't know if it's just the, the black outfit and the red hair and, you know, the, with the red in the inside of the cape and, you know, maybe it's just because you know with the, the contrast with her white skin, but there, there's there's something that I I just think she's there's something cool about her I think, and even though Batgirl Barbara Gordon has the red hair as well, and you know maybe it's because uh, Batwoman has a uh more not necessarily more of an attitude, but you know she's 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 tougher and you know she's almost like Batman in ways where you know she doesn't lighten up and. So there, there's some cool things. We're finding out more about her her past, uh, a hidden past, not necessarily a hidden past, but a part of her history that we're not really aware of. So where, where she is has a connection to what's going on. 
So sign me up. I want to see more. Uh, we had Batman number 19. So this is continuing with uh, Bane. So Batman went to Bane's Island in order to get Psycho Pirate to help Gotham Girl. And Bane got his back broken all this stuff. Now Bane is ticked off because Batman came to his island, a place where his mother died, where he was brought up or grown up or whatever. And, you know, basically, you know, Bane was, he had quit Venom. You know, he, he was done. He, he wasn't doing his, his stuff anymore. He was just going to be on the island. And he was using Psycho Pirate, I guess, to help him. And the fact that Batman came and took him away, so now he's mad. And then he, 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 he did some bad things to uh, Dick, Jason, and Damien. So it's this big fight between the two. And it's, this issue, was, it's, it's interesting in a way, because this was a lot of, of Bane going through, and by going through, I mean like fighting, all of Batman's villains in Arkham in order to get to Batman. Because, you know, Batman's hiding out there with Psycho Pirate or whatever, because, you know, he is he needs like, five, I think it was five days to, to cure Gotham Girl. So Bane is just angry, just plowing through everyone, working his way towards Batman. To me, it almost seems like, it almost seems reminiscent, and I don't know if this is part of Batman's plan. It feels like when when Bane first took on on Batman, where he broke everyone out of Arkham, they're running around Gotham, and Batman was, he had to run after them, try to take everyone down, and then he he, he was like near the point of exhaustion, or he was just like really tired from fighting everyone, and then Bane was able to come in and swoop in and break his back. And, you know, that was it. So it almost feels like Batman is doing the same thing. Make Bane fight all these, you know, deadly villains or whatever. So by the time he gets to him, you know, he's like, you're tired, dude. And although Bane is cranking himself up on, on Venom, so who knows if it will have an effect on him. So we had that. Uh, what else was there? Superman Part 3. Um, let me make sure I read this. Okay, so here's this is one one title that I read early last weekend, and I started reading this week's Action Comics, but then that's where I had stopped myself. And I think I mentioned last time the reveal of the other Clark Kent. So basically, John Kent has been taken, and it's up to Superman to rescue him. He has to play along with the rules of the mystery person that has been involved with the, uh, you know, the, the existence of the other Clark Kent. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, when I, when we, no, maybe it was, yeah, what, maybe it was last week. Cause I remember when I mentioned it to, to Matt, he was, was on board with that. He's like, Oh, I, I gotta, you know, check that out now. And I, I just, I, I can appreciate the character, but I just, I don't know. I mean, maybe because I was just like so excited about this other Clark Kent. Like, what what's the mystery? What's going on here? Who, you know, how is Mr. Oz involved? And then we find out, I got to stop hitting the mic. Um, and then we, we find out. So mm, we'll see. But I, I am curious, you know, what's, what's going to happen. Uh, let's see. Green Lanterns came out, and I realized I didn't finish this one. So this is a series, even though I did not read it <laughs> this week. I do enjoy the dynamic between Simon Baz and, and Jessica Cruz. So, yeah, I would say, you know, make sure you read this. It's it's nice seeing two lanterns that, you know, aren't the most experienced ones around that, you know, they're, they're in charge of earth and here they're fighting Dr. Polaris. So you have that. I keep hitting this mic. Uh, super sons. Number two came out. I wasn't the biggest fan of the first issue. You know, I, I really liked the setup that we had with, uh, um, in, in Superman, but that the first issue was all right. I think Matt liked it more than I did. So I'm curious to see this. So I, I'll probably read this while I have lunch today. 
Uh, Wildstorm number two came out. So this is I. This is another one that 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 really has my curiosity. You know, reading the first issue because it's it's you know it has nothing to do with the New Fifty Two with stuff that we've seen. So I, I'm intrigued with what what's happening. You know, where where it's going to go. So let me know if if you're digging that. Okay, then other stuff came out this week was Trinity, um, Nightwing came out, Green Arrow, Aquaman, Harley Quinn. I'm going to move over to Marvel because we had some some big books here as well. So Amazing Spider-Man, number 25. (sighs) Let's see. So... There was word of, I, I don't necessarily know if I should spoil it, but there was a character coming back from the dead. Let's just say that. And, you know, it almost seems like, could it be Norman Osborn? But Norman Osborn isn't dead because we've seen him and he's on the cover. It's not Norman Osborn. So Norman Osborn is, he's been been having like, basically he's been taking on appearance of other people. Um, not necessarily like the like uh, the chameleon, but he does mention how the chameleon does it. It's it's he's it's not necessarily like like plastic surgery, but he's he gets a new face so he can hide out. And Spider Man is working with with Mockingbird and some Shield agents because they track down this this I think it was a a gun runner. And basically, all the intel said this is really Norman Osborn posing as this other guy, you know, taking on this false identity, whether it's someone else or posing as him. So they're trying to track him down and find out what's going on. And, you know, of course there's twists and other people, you know, Spider-Man's loved ones in danger because there's, there's still a question of, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always confused as like, what does Norman Osborn know? Does, you know, it, does he know Peter Parker or Spider-Man? And when you have these, these cases, it's like, what, makes these villains so noble that they don't just spill the beans right away. Cause you know, the same thing we saw two face was in all-star Batman and, you know, apparently he knows Bruce's secrets, but you know, he doesn't say anything, you know, he, and he's locked up. So there, there are some, some cool things in, in this issue. It's an oversized issue and you find out, I, I don't even know how to hint at who comes back. It is not someone that you would expect to come back. Um, I am, I'm, uh, I, I guess I am, yeah, I am happy that they brought this character back because when, when they kill the character off, it, it just, it's like, okay, why? But, but there's question and, and, you know, yeah, it's another comic book death and coming back from the dead. But the question is, why is this character back? Does it have anything to do with clone conspiracy? doesn't seem like it because that you know there's uh, the stability issues with with that but with the when the character was killed you know that had some impact so we'll have to see what what happens there uh daredevil is starting to let us know how daredevil got his secret identity back so in the the previous volume you know, everyone knew Matt Murdock was Daredevil. You know, he was in San Francisco. Everyone knew, you know, there's there no hiding it. You know, that's why he had to move to San Francisco because he was disbarred in, in New York. But then there's questions like he's back practicing law. You know, he's working at the DA's office in New York. It's like, how can that be? How does it, does nobody know his secret except for Foggy? So we're supposed to find out here. Now, the Purple Man is involved with this story and the purple kids. So uh, purple man, there was like five kids and when they're all together, they're powerful. So the way that story ended, they kind of were separated, went their separate ways. So daredevil's helping the purple kids because purple man is after them to abuse their power. So you have to wonder is, are, is, the purple man or the purple kids involved with how Daredevil got his, his secret back. And, you know, did they somehow 
broadcast to the world, you will forget Daredevil's secret identity. And then, you know, everyone, because, you know, you hear his voice. And I think, I don't think you necessarily have to hear it live. Like I, now I'm trying to think, like I'm trying to think back to Jessica Jones or past comic experience appearances. Could he like, you know, say something on the radio or over the phone? Is that enough to get someone to do his bidding? So could he tell someone to forget something and then they forget about it? So, and then, you know, why would the purple man do that? You know, is the purple kids like, oh, thanks for, for saving us. We'll do you this favor. So I don't know. We'll have to see about that. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is dealing with, with Angela. And, uh, you know, she's on Earth. She was captured, who was it, by the Badoon for a while. So she's back looking for, for Sarah, um, her, her, her love. And then there's a mystery there. She gets attacked. We're finding out other things. So that was good. Red the Mighty Thor. So this is still dealing with the Shi'ar and the God stuff where where Thor, Jane, is being tested, you know, whether she is a, a god or not by the Shi'ar gods. And, you know, they're just a bunch of jerks or a couple of jerks, you know, tormenting all these worlds and people. And, and there's a lot of fighting. So we have that gland. Um, I realize Monsters Unleashed number five came out. Now, is this the last issue? Um, I looks like I did not read this one. And yeah, this is the final chapter. Um, I did see an ad in, I think it was this week's comics. So it looks like there is going to be a spinoff from this. So that kind of tells me, just looking at the ad, it kind of tells me how this issue ends. But I, I'll, I'll check that out to see what happened. Uh, Spider-Man 14 is more Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. So this is this has been a fun crossover, you know, going back and forth. Um with Gwen's world and, and other worlds now, you know, tr- Miles is trying to find out where his dad is. And he came across the uh, earth 65 where Gwen's from, like the, hit the version of his dad there. Who is not his dad. Cause he's a different dimension. So we have all that. We still don't know. Spoiler. We still don't know why they were making out. Cause again, in theory, Gwen Stacy is older than miles Morales. Does that really matter? It shouldn't matter. Um, Although if she's, you know, he's underage and she's not, I think, is she what, 17, 18, 18 at least? I think she's she's out of high school, right? She's yeah, living with with the, the Mary Janes. Uh, so, yeah, not really sure. We, we don't know yet, but it, it's, a, it's a fun crossover. It, it's, it's nice having a crossover that isn't like earth-shattering, you know, the entire... Marvel Universe, everyone, and, you know, it's the middle of a fight and all this. And so it's it's nice seeing two young characters working together to, you know, do their thing. Uh, Star-Lord, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying Star-Lord. So <laughs> Peter Quill's trying to adjust being on Earth. And, you know, because their ship crashed or was destroyed. It didn't crash. It was destroyed during Civil War II. And he's stuck on Earth. So he got a job at the the no name bar, the the villains bar. He's a bartender there, and you know he's trying to do the right thing. He's had a run in with Daredevil, and you know about a misunderstanding thing. But I'm I'm really enjoying Star. It's, it's weird to think you know Star Lord on Earth, you know what, what he's doing, and uh, the next issue he's going to team up with Shocker. <laughs> so we we have that. That's that's fun stuff. Um, oh man, I didn't read Uncanny Avengers, but I did read Uncanny X Men. So this is Psylocke versus Magneto, and it's let's see, without spoiling things, it's it's a pretty it's it's a final battle. Let's just say that. But of course, things are being set up for for the resurrection. Cause that's just a, around around the corner where we're gonna. 
not necessarily a reboot or anything. And it's it's interesting where I'm seeing some people are like like oh you know they need to just reboot Marvel and it's like it's like no I don't I don't think they they need to. Um, that's that's what I've enjoyed about Marvel is that you know they're able to keep things going you know with, without having to completely redo it. Cause I I don't I don't want to reboot you know I don't I don't think we we need that. So other books let's see what else came out. This week. So I Hate Fairyland came out. Archie. Archie 18 came out. Um, I think that's about it that I've read. So let me know what you read. Invincible came out. Injection. Uh, Yeah, I still got more catching up to do. So much catching up. And I, I know maybe we need to change the name of the podcast, Catch Up Podcast. We have that. Now, in terms of questions, this might be a slightly shorter episode since it's just me. And because, you know, who knows how much of just me you want to listen to. So if you have questions because i think the email is still down and i think it has to be someone outside the office that needs to look into it and it's not just one and i I don't understand and so if you've been trying to email i apologize but you know you can uh your options you could try the facebook page the super mass invincibly super massive comic book podcast of stuff page um, you can ask questions there. On the site, you could just go to last week's show and you know ask your questions there for the following week. So like once you listen to once this one's posted on site, you can ask for for next week with that. So for example, T T Rack had a comment for us. He's like, so you guys know Man-Thing got affected by some stuff in the time travel arc all the way back in Jeff Parker's Legendary Thunderbolts run, and since then he has been able to talk and stuff. Everyone hears him different so he can be understood by everyone. So that was the last time. I Because I, I remember when he, when he was being used by the Thunderbolts, kind of like as their, their teleport transportation thing, and you know, maybe I missed the end of that. Because I remember when the, the time travel stuff came on. And I think that's when I, I was I was like dropping off. But it's just weird the way he was in this issue that, you know, he's he was acting on like a, a man thing TV, you know, Marvel TV show. I don't know about that. But yeah, I, I didn't know that that's it was back in Thunderbolts. I mean, it makes sense that that, that was the last time we saw him that, you know, they would explain it there. Um, there was also via Twitter, so you can ask questions there as well. So here we have from King Kronos, Kronos, Adam, King underscore Kronos on Twitter. He says, with Logan and Deadpool working as R-rated movies, do you think an R-rated Moon Knight movie would work? So that is part one. Um, he says, I would prefer a Netflix series personally, but I know James Gunn mentioned having an idea for a movie. So with this, I, I know, I think Warner brothers has said that if, if it works, you know, they, they would have no problem doing an R rated movie. But I mean, looking at, at Logan and Deadpool, I mean, those worked mainly because they weren't necessarily tied to a movie universe. You know, you can say, well, Deadpool is in the X-Men universe, but kind of not really. You know, it was, you know, it's a different Colossus for everything. So is this an alternate, you know, alternate Earth, alternate timeline? You know, it was a different actor, and, you know, he was a lot bigger than what we saw in X-Men 2, was it? And, And Days of Future Past. And then with Logan, there's even that, you know, what timeline is that taking place in? And, you know, that's not really tied to the other movies. 
So those work because they, they kind of stand on their own, even though they have an attachment to the other movies in their franchise. They're, they're kind of separate. Now, to do an R-rated Moon Knight, it would just be kind of tricky because, you know, is it going to be tied into the cinematic universe? Like, could we see Captain America or someone else, you know, mentioned or in the background? Or, you know, would, it, would they mention, like, Daredevil or something like that? So, yeah, a, a Netflix show would be cool. And there, there's also the fact that, you know, you can do 13 episodes versus you know, a two-hour movie. And then hope for a sequel or something like that. So I'm kind of torn. Um, you know, it's it's almost too bad that you can't introduce a character on Netflix and then have them d- jump into a movie. Like, could we ever have a Daredevil movie? You know, it would be cool if Daredevil or Luke Cage or you know, and or Jessica Jones, if if they appeared in Avengers: Infinity War. And I don't know if that's ever been mentioned because I know there was like a possibility, there's a rumor but I don't think it's ever been confirmed one way or the other. And I don't know if it has to do with different contracts or, you know, what, what's going on, but it almost seems like with someone like Moon Knight, because of his history, his origin, I don't know how a movie would be, you know, to try to do his origin in in two hours. And, you know, if, if there'd be enough time to see everything played out versus if it was told in a Netflix show, you know, you can pace it a little, little differently and still have enough time to see him as Moon Knight, you know, starting his career there. So I don't, I don't know. And, and yeah, James, you know, James Gunn mentioned, you know, he, I think it was a Twitter and Facebook or something like that. He said that, you know, he had an idea for it. Doesn't mean that he would necessarily want to do it or be able to do it. And, you know, it's the same thing, you know, he's, he's done two Marvel movies. Does he want to do a, a third um, it would be cool, or you know, does he have other non-comic related stuff that he wants to work on? So we'll have to see. But you know, I, I keep waiting for for Moon Knight to you know, Moon Knight would be he would fit in with the Netflix shows because he's kind you know he's street level. You know, there's some maybe mysticism you know with Kanshu and all that stuff. But just like you know with with Iron Fist, you know he Kunlun exists in, in another dimension. You know, you have that and. I, I think it could work either way. So I'd I'd really be torn if if I'd rather have a Moon Knight movie or a Moon Knight series. It just seems like we get more with the series. But then, you know, it's a different budget and all that. And, you know, you want to see the characters, you know, work with the other characters. So we'll have to see. Now that is all I have. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to mention, but be sure to be on the lookout for, there's a train spot, like I mentioned, train spotting review should happen this week and power Rangers. So those will be on GameSpot. And, uh, I know Matt's working on some, some power Rangers stuff. So if you're curious about the power Rangers past or present, You'll, you'll, you'll get some stuff there. So again, if you have questions, go to the Facebook page. Go to, you can put a comment on the podcast page on, on the site. Or you can tweet me and just, you know, make a note that it's for the podcast or something like that. And we will answer your questions. All right. So now I think I have like, I, th- I have four meetings today. So I need to start getting ready for that. But let me, and again, let me know what you thought of Iron Fist. And, you know, are you looking forward to Power Rangers? Are you looking forward to Ghost in the Shell? And are you going to WonderCon? Because that's coming up next week. Um, yeah. The schedule's kind of been been, coming, been released. We don't have anything locked in. So it's going to be a fun couple weeks as we get closer to that. So hopefully... Hopefully I'll make it there, and hopefully I'll see you there. So thanks for listening. We sh- There should be one next week, I hope. If not, sorry. <laughs> thanks. I'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.